Okay, let's get started. Yesterday was Daf Nun Dalit number 54. Today is Nun Hey. Uh, we're having a mind with Nishmas Aryeh Ben Chaim. And we're getting very close to the Siam. What? And also Tina Shalome. Tina Bashalom. Tina Bashalom. Okay. And uh, let's get started on the review of what we learned yesterday. I believe that uh, we started off at the Gemara, at the bot- uh, the, towards the bottom of the page on Daphne Gimel and Midbase. Basically, that uh, we had seen in the Mishnah that there was, um, that there was uh, either 21 up till, from the low of 21 to the high of 48 tkiyos, uh that were done in the Besamikdosh. And uh, it's not following Rabbi Yudah because Rabbi Yudah says that there were seven up to 16. Um, so what's the deal? So what's the machlokas? And basically what they're arguing in is not exactly what did they do because they all agree that they did the exact same things. The question is, is how to count. Do you count the tkia, true tkia as three or as one? Yes. What were the instruments? What was Mamish the instrument they were, were talking about? Trumpet. A trumpet from metal, a metal trumpet? Yeah. Nechoshes, no? What was it? Grass, yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No? What was it? What? Nechoshes, no? It was made out of nechoshes. Mm, don't know. The, the trumpets the of Moshe were made out of silver. silver? Yeah, no, but it's, it's Moshe, no? So, um, but I think these might also have been silver. Yeah, silver? Yeah. Oh, okay. We, we mentioned the wooden flute of uh, David. Of Moshe. Of Moshe. Right. But that was a flute. This is different. This is uh, trumpet. David, David used to play a flute also, no? Hard, hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's keep going. Anyway, bottom line is okay. So uh, that's the question of: Do you count Kitshut Ki as one, or do you count it as three? If you just says it's all counted as one, proves it from the pasuk. It says Uskatim Trua. Sounds like it's one, one thing, one package. Chacham um, say that. What do you mean when we gather the people? Pasuk says, Tisk uvelo sario. Sounds like a tkiv without a trua. What do you mean? Doing a half a mitzvah? Does obviously each chilek is its own. Is its own. Um, Rabbi Yudha says that doesn't count. That's just a simon. It's not really the actual mitzvah. A mitzvah tkiv would always have the, all, a set, and therefore the whole set counts as one. Now, we brought a, a source um, that, from uh, Rav Kahana that says that there's no separation between tkiv and trua. Um, at all. Um, so that's going like who? Like Rabbi Yudu, who says that it's all a package. Each, all three notes are together a single thing. So the Gemara says, yeah, of course that's who it's going like. So the Gemara says, no, you might say that maybe it's going like the Rabbanon because the Rabbanon hold that, and it's coming to counter Rabbi Yechanan who says that you could spread it out the nine kailas over the entire day. You know, an hour apart from each other. Kamash uh, Malan, that, yeah, but when it says below Klum, it clearly means that there should be absolutely no gap, which is an indication of Rabbi Uda's opinion. Um, I actually, um, you know, in the Elul, I've, I've seen people who blow shofar that they don't actually make a break between the Kia, Shvarm Truat Kia. They do it as one. Like just like a stop, you know, and they're like almost from the same, 
you know, the same, you know, without a gap same between them. Yeah, as a... Lakaim divrei, Lakaim divrei Rabbi Huda. It's a breath, but I'm saying, like, really, not like, uh, you like. know, you don't like that? Okay. No, I like, I like the sandwich. I would like to breathe good between... Right, take a good breath good, in uh, between, deep right? Deep one, deep one, like you die. Yes. Okay, anyway, but I've seen it, Okay. Next thing we saw is when Erev Shabbos comes out on Sukkot, in middle of Sukkot, so it's coming out that there's a grand total of 48, but we noticed, uh, says the Gemara, that uh, the 10th step, has, we skipped that 10th step uh, blast. What's up with that? So the Gemara says, it must be going like Rebbe Lezbe Yaakov, it says that the, uh, there, were th- there, were no, there wasn't any three on the 10th step. Um, he says that with the three were on top of the Mizbeach. And uh, they're mutually exclusive. If you say it's on top of the Mizbeach, so then it wasn't on the 10th step. If you say it was on the 10th step, then it wasn't on top of the Mizbeach. You gotta, it was one or the other. Now, what's the reasoning behind it? So basically, Riblez, Rebnakov says that once you did Tkiyas for the opening of the upper gate, so you're going down a couple of steps, you're going to start doing another blast. There's nothing that's happening at that time. You're not opening any gates or anything. So it doesn't make sense to do it right then. The Rabbanon hold, no, once you did it for the miloy of the filling up of the water, so why would we need to do it again at the top of the Mizbeach? That's also not like an extra, and that's basically the two sides. We saw a quote from Rav Acha Brechanina Midroma, okay, and that really carried us, his, this whole discussion carried us through the rest of yesterday's daf into today's. So basically, Rav Ach Barchanina um, uh, brought a brisa, uh, and the brisa says, So what does that mean? Um, the, so it's saying is that uh, the word yisku is superfluous to tell you that it always goes according to the Musaf. What does that mean? It always goes according to the Musaf? Means, according to, according to Rav Acha, that every Musaf deserves its own set of tkiyas. Because it was a shira for the, for the Musaf. And that shira connected to tkiyas as well. It blew, shofar, it blew the, the trumpets special for each one. So, that brought us to... And okay, so that would mean that if there's more, two sets of Musaf, so like we learned, there's nine blasts, it's going to be now an extra nine. So, the question is this. When Erev Shabbos comes out in the middle of the Sukkot, we said that there's 48. Maybe we should talk about another case that, that uh, that's 40. That uh, the Shabbos, that's Shabbos in the middle of Sukkot also. Um, it's going to come out even more than 48. It's going to be 51. Why? Because we got the regular... Um, basically, uh, you got everything that you got on the Arab Shabbos. Instead of the 6, though, you have an extra Muslim because it's Shabbos also and it's also Yom Tif. So that's two Musafim. So you have, you're subtracting the six of Erev Shabbos and adding the nine of the, of the other Musaf, you got yourself an extra three. That's 51, from 48 to 51. So Abzerah says, no, 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 you can't do that because we don't, we don't, blow, we don't blow for the, for the Psicha Sh'arim on Shabbos. So the Gemara says, first of all, Rav doesn't like that answer. Number one, says that we do that every day. There was 21. That means they did the Psich Hasharim every day and they blew, including Shabbos, number one. Number two, the reason why they're not good is that if it's even only 48, you're saying, 
So shouldn't it still be listed? It would teach us a twofold point. Number one, tell us where the for, where the tchias were on top of the mizbech instead of at the tenth step. That's Rebbe, to tell you that we're, we're going with Rebbe Leiz ben Yaakov here. And second, that like Rav Achimachanina, that we double up on the musaf. It would be a twofold accomplishment to say it. So there's a problem. So Rav says the reason is is that there's a different thing that's missing on Shabbos, and that is since they filled up the water from Erev Shabbos, so the whole tkiyas that are connected to the filling of the water, i.e. when they opened the upper gates, when they opened the lower gates, when they filled up the water, all of those weren't done, so now you're way under already, and therefore that's why it's not uh, your way, because, uh, so therefore the, the, it's gonna, even with the nine it's not going to be, it's still going to be under the 48, and that's the reason, it's Batsri Tuva. Oh, so the Gemara says, but wait a second, there's another case of 48. Rosh Hashanah, if it's also Shabbos, Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, so then you can also have, uh, again, 48. Why you can have 48? Because the regular day has 21, as we established. And then you have three Musafim on Shabbos Rosh Hashanah, because it's Musaf for Rosh Hashanah, Musaf for Rosh Chaydesh, and Musaf for Shabbos. That's 27 right there, 9 times 3, 27. 21 plus 27 is 48. Well, that should be in the list. So the Gemara says, um, we'd rather teach us this halacha of 48, this case of 48, because after all, it teaches us that we're Paschal and Kerebleus ben Yaakov. So the Gemara says, I'm not, who says that these things need to be exclusive? What, you can't say both cases of 48? What the, I'm not saying to just say this one and not that one. I'm saying both, say both. What, we, 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 we feel bad for the ink? What's going on? So the Gemara says, that we know since it's numerous cases that have a 48, we said some, we, you know, and we didn't list all of them. It's not an exhaustive list. Okay, so the Gemara says, well, in order for it to be a ton of Shire, there has to be at least one other case that we left out. What's the other one? So the Gemara answers, the other case is Erev, Shah, Erev Pesach. What's Erev Pesach? They also had this. Because since they said Halev, remember, uh, on Erev Pesach, everyone's bringing the Krom Pesach, we have the 21 regular blasts of every standard day, plus with the halal, accompanying halal, each halal reading had three blasts. And if you have three groups of people, the first group, second group, and third group, and we know that each group had a, a, said halal three times while their carbonos were being brought, so that would be nine blasts per group. And that's another 27, that's 27 plus 21, we're good to, we brought it back up to, again, 48. So the Gemara says, that's not a kasha. Why? You want to know why? That, I mean, that's not, the, we're going like, we didn't bring that case because we hold like Rabbi Yehuda, who says that the third group, because they were so small, such a small group, they didn't even get through their first rendition of Halal. They were only halfway through the first rendition of Halal. They were up to Haftikishma and everything was done already because there was, it was such a, it was such a small group vis-a-vis the other ones, okay? Pretty much most of the people were in the earlier groups. Anyway, so that's the story. Um, so the Gemara says that um, basically um, um, how could you say that we're holding like Rabbi Yehuda? <laughs> Um, Rabbi Yudha, we already said that we don't hold like Rabbi because as far as the other halacha, we said that because Rabbi Yudha, remember, he only counts all three blasts as a single, 
as a one, and we're counting it as separate. So the Bible says that, you're right, this Tana agrees with that Rebuta, not this Rebuta, so it's not a kasha. Anyway, the Gemara says, okay, well, then what did he leave off? He left off Erev Pesach, that comes out on Erev Shabbos, because then, when Erev Pesach comes out of Shabbos, so you're right, it's missing those six of the other two, the other two renditions of Hallel, because that the last group didn't do. But, since it's Erev Shabbos, the, uh, the onset of Shabbos also has six blasts, because three to tell people, okay, time to come, you know, to close up your shop, or come in from the field, and three to separate between uh, Chol and, Yom, and Shabbos. Anyway, which is another 48. Okay, so that's where we, and we left it, left it at that, that there are more cases of 48. Comes along the Gemara, which says that it's never more than 48, but according to what we just learned with Rav Acha, isn't there, there can come a case which is more than 48. If you have Erev Pesach, that's a Shabbos. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, well, there was already, um, according to Rabbi Yehuda, there was already 42, plus an additional Musaf, because after all, um, Shabbos. Um, right, it's Shabbos. So now we got ourselves another, uh, we got yourselves to 51. It's another 9. So 42 plus 9 is 51. And that's already over the 48. And if it's the Rabbanon, it was already 48. Make a plus another 9, you got ourselves to 57. So what's going on? So the Gemara says, you're right. The reason why we didn't say that there's more than 48 is because that's not every year. It's not a guarantee that there's going to be 48. But, uh, but uh, every year there's guaranteed to be a, a, a 48 because there's always going to be an Arab Shabbos during Sukkot. So the Gemara says, really? Who told you that that's every year? Um, what, it, it, um, it didn't, doesn't it, can't it happen that um, basically Yom Tif, first day Yom Tif of Sukkot comes out on a Friday, then, uh, yeah, then basically that would mean that the next um, Erev, the Erev Shabbos is already Shemini Atzeres, basically. So and it's, not, it's not during Sukkot. So there is no Erev Shabbos in the middle of Sukkot. So that's Kasha. Um, so the Gemara says, that's not, um, that if that ever works out, we're always going to push off a, the, an extra day. And the reason why we would always push it off an extra day is because we don't want that Yom Kippur should be um, um, on a Sunday. <laughs> that's what it would mean. If, 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 if it's going to come out that, that, sh- that Sukkot, first day Sukkot is a Friday, that means Yom Kippur is a Sunday. And we don't want to have two days in a row like a Shabbos Yom Kippur. We don't want, Shabbos, we don't want Yom Kippur to come out on either a Friday or a Sunday. There's a reason the Gemara discusses it when it goes through the calendar um, in Rosh Hashanah when we get there. If I remember correctly, that's where it discusses this. Anyway, so the Gemara says, is that true that we really push things off and, and mess around with the calendar to avoid this? Um, we brought a f- numerous scenarios from Mishnayis that uh, talk about this scenario, this very exact scenario happening. It talks about the chalavim of Shabbos, the fats of Shabbos, karban, uh, of the daily sacrifice of Shabbos, can be brought on Yom Kippur, that's a Sunday. And uh, we said, um, we brought another source from Rav, that uh, Yom Kippur that comes out on a Friday, they didn't do the tkiyas for Erev Shabbos, and on Matzah Shabbos they didn't do Avdallah. So, and that's, uh, and, and uh, first we thought that it was going like everybody, then they said, no, it's going like Rabbi Kiva. But the bottom line is, 
clearly there's a we're recognizing this possibility of it coming out on the Shabbos on a Sunday or on a Friday. So the Gemara says it's a machlokas. That's exactly the case. It's a machlokas whether we allow such a thing to happen or not. Rabbanon say we do we we'll, we maneuver the schedule so to avoid it, and the Cherim say we don't mess around with the schedule. It's always going to be every year is consistent between one year and the next that it's always going to be four days later, and that's why because every month is either going to be twenty nine or thirty days. Um, so so let's do them. There's twelve months in the year typically, so that's divided by six. So it's twenty nine times six is one seventy four. Um, 30 times 6 is 180. So do the math. It comes out to 354. That's the, that's the, amount, that's the regular lunar year. And you, uh, the four days is the four, four days later. It's because 350 is divisible by 7. That means the same. Whatever day of the week Yom Tif came out this year, it's going to come out four days later the next year. You got it? That's the that's the myth. Is that Your what? Math is I thought this through. Yeah, that's the only not, thing. It's not, it's it's not a thing. Call a I didn't fail anyway. Call a Is there is this uh, let's say uh, learning relates to there's a don't remember where it is, but there is like a mathematical formula that tells you when the first day of uh, Shavuos occurs on the same day, the same day it's going to be... Yes, the, it's not a formula. It's a, this is not where it's discussed. It's another Gemara that discusses that. This is just, um, this is Acherim's opinion. This is not the main place. We're just bringing it down to show you that we keep it very consistent and we're not messing with a month for our own purposes. Mm-hmm. You know, to like add an extra day into the L just so that everything should work out. And of course, if it's a, just if it's a, they, they say also that if it's a, a year uh, that's a Shanamu Beres, so it's an additional 29 days. So then it's going to be five days later, and that's because 28 is again divisible by seven plus an additional day. So before the remainder was four, now the remainder is five, and therefore it's going to go to the extra one. Okay, I did I I think that's as far as I got to yesterday. No, no. I went all the way to the end. Yes, I went to the end. All right. So the Gemara's question was: uh, We brought a kasha that says that when Rosh comes out on Shabbos. Oh, that's right. We went all the way to the end. Uh, when Rosh comes out on Shabbos, so the shear of Rosh overrides the shear of Shabbos. Now, if uh, Ravacha is right, so then it's not no overriding. You're doing both shear. You're singing both. So um, the Gemara says, Rav Safra says, no, what it means, docha means that it's docha to come first. We do Rosh Chodesh before Shabbos. Gemara says, why would we do that? Isn't the regular rule, Tadr B'Shena Tadr Tadr Kaidam? So the Gemara answers, Rabbi Yechanan says, this is Pshat, to show, to, to accentuate the fact that it's Rosh Chodesh's hukbah in its time, and it's sort of like people, like, it's like a hacker. So the Gemara says, but I thought we did a different thing for the hacker. As we brought the karbanos up for the tamid, so you, they they um, they would lay down the, the limbs on the ramp. So the regular tamid would be on the ramp to the right side. The mosaf would be on the ramp to the left side. And when it's also rishchaydesh, so then it would be another spot. So again, there's other hakerim. So the gemara, and that's also Rabbi Yochanan explains so that they should know that the. Rosh Chodesh was established in its time. So Gemara says, what's the problem? Two, two, two Hakerim are 
better than one. Now, so people see one, they'll know that it, they'll know that it's Rosh Chodesh, they'll see the other one, they'll know it's Rosh Chodesh. It's a good thing. Finally, we came to the question, and this is where we left off, they brought down, Rav Bashmol said that you might think that you blow Tkiah just like you blow Tkiah every Shabbos. Special. For Shabbos, for the Musaf of Shabbos, and for Rosh Chodesh, special for the Musaf of Rosh Chodesh. So too, for every Musaf gets its own Tkiah. That's why it says, Rosh Chodesh which basically throws out this shita of Rabbi Acha, and that's where we left off, that Rabbi Acha is incorrect. Tiyufta de Rabbi Acha, Tiyufta, and that's where we left off. So, let's stop for a second.